Welcome to O's Corner with your host, Onyi. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode nine of O's Corner. I'm your host, Onyi, and as always, I am so excited and thrilled and honored to be here with you all, hosting and curating this space and just sharing this existence, period. Today is a special episode in that it is our first Wildcard Friday. So as those of you who have been listening know, the format for O's Corner is that each Friday of the month is a specific theme, specific topic. So every first Friday, every second Friday, third Friday, and so forth have consistent overarching themes. And then within those themes, and we have the specific topic for that episode. And there are seven months that have four Fridays and five months that have five Fridays. And this month of January is one of the months that has five Fridays. So this is our first Wildcard Friday. How exciting. And what that is, is basically there is no preset topic or category of topics for this episode. And it's a time for me to kind of free flow and see what comes through, whether it's me speaking, whether it's me going into song or something else that I don't even expect. The idea is that I know what I need to know when I need to know it, and I will do what there is to do in the moment that it needs to be done. So stick with me and enjoy the ride, and let's see how we circle and spiral in this moment. And before we do that, a staple for every episode is to take a moment to ground, to be in gratitude and appreciation for all of the beings, all of the things that support us, that co-create with us, that are co-reflections of us, and that co-reflect with us in this existence. And, you know, we are because of them. And it's just an honor just to be able to extend and to express gratitude for all of them, everything in the seen and unseen worlds that really support us here in this lifetime. So first and foremost, I greet and I thank my higher self, thanking my higher self for making the decision to be here on this earth in this time with everything that is occurring during these times, for coming here to do the work that I came here to do and to learn the lessons and teach the lessons that I came here to learn and teach And I greet and I honor and I am in gratitude for your higher selves, for you making the same choices as well, and for us doing that together. I'm so grateful and I thank and acknowledge my ancestors, the ancestors of the land that I occupy, the ancestors that we all share going as far back, going back to the beginning of time. Thank you to our ancestors. Because of them, we are where we are. And they paved the way for us. And no matter what choices they made, whether they were coming from their excitement and joy or their anxiety, we are able to use their reflections to help us to make the decisions that we prefer in order to be who we prefer to be. So I thank our ancestors. Thanking the directions, thanking the elements and elementals, 
thanking the beings in the plant, mineral, and animal kingdoms, thanking all of our guides, all other beings that exist, the ones that we know of, the ones that we may never even know of, thanking everything on Earth, thanking everything outside of Earth for this co-creation, this co-reflection, this coexistence. We are all shards of the all that is without any one of us. The all that is wouldn't be the all that is. So I'm grateful for all that is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ashe. So what was coming to me to speak about before <laughs> even starting had to do with some things that were inspired through conversations that I was listening in on and participating in within the Clubhouse app. And I don't know how many of you listeners have that app. Um, right now it is limited to those who have iPhones, and I know that they are working on it to open it up to other other users as well. So I'm not sure what the time frame on that is, but um, currently it is in a beta mode. So once that opens up, it will open up and <laughs> there will be more people on it. But is this, it's this interesting social media platform that is very specifically voice related you know outside of a profile picture which even that doesn't necessarily have to be your image um, although most people have their image but outside of the profile picture really it's an app that people use their voices they speak and it is an interesting platform to really connect with people to break through any ideas or beliefs you have about yourself or conditioning that you may be holding on to when it comes to speaking and your voice and also listening, because that sure is work for people as well to just be in a space where they listen and not feel like they need to speak all the time, especially if the speaking is coming from a place of anxiety. But this idea of really focusing solely on the voice and what people say and not getting distracted by or caught up with the the physical is an interesting one and I can certainly see the benefits of that while I also do recognize um, that there is an element of connectivity and there is a reflection that is seen through us seeing each other seeing our reactions our responses um, seeing our faces looking into our eyes so Again, I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way to communicate or to um, have a specific type of platform. It's just interesting to see the nature of any one of them and to see what types of interactions, what type of community building, what type of other things, even the not preferred, but what types of things that they, they allow for, they cultivate, and they bring to our attention. So it is really interesting. But um, I wanted to speak upon something that I was inspired to actually say during a conversation within one of the rooms that I kind of stumbled into. I didn't know what to expect when I walked into the room or when I um, tapped, you know, tapped into the room and was listening to the conversation. And I actually can't remember the name of the topic under which the room was started, I was just trying to remember it. But various people were sharing their stories, sharing about different situations that have occurred for them throughout their lives, whether they're 
were specific themes that were consistent or very specific incidences that occurred at pivotal times of their lives. And I was just listening to the stories and a couple stories in particular really just caught my attention, really hit my heart. And I was inspired to speak specifically to the individuals in the room, in a public space, but just to share, you know, the fact that them experiencing the various things that they experienced, and they ranged from various physical challenges with specific conditions or what we call diseases that, you know, oftentimes people have a challenging time with to situations like car accidents and things, but just so many different events that, you know, we can look at as traumatic. And they were sharing about these experiences and how they overcame them or are overcoming them because in some ways they were still, they are still navigating everything that comes with those experiences. And for them to share that in public spaces and for anyone who ever shares their story about overcoming specific situations, life challenges, trauma, being victimized, and any other experience that we can think about, you know, I really encourage people to see the power and the beauty of that. See the power and beauty of the story that you are able to share with other individuals about how you are experiencing or navigating a circumstance, how you have broken through that circumstance, what you are doing in light of that circumstance, because it is such a powerful reflection, a very powerful reflection. And especially, you know, in particular, what I wanted to speak about was when we look at things like disease or dis-ease, conditions, ailments, any other challenges that we can think about. And when we consider the idea or the perspective that I believe I've shared at one point during one of the episodes, a perspective that oftentimes you hear within specific spiritual philosophies, indigenous cosmologies and ideologies you know this idea that when we are in spirit form prior to incarnating on this earth because again we are spirits having a physical experience now but we are eternal spirits and prior to incarnating on this earth at the time that we're incarnating you know we our spirits we as spirits make choices make decisions as to what we would like to learn or what we need to learn, what we need to experience, who we need to encounter, who we need to make agreements with to play out certain roles, to play out certain relationships in order to expand and to grow and to evolve. And sometimes that can be those experiences that we in this physical realm would judge or perceive as negative or that we just would not prefer in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, when considering the perspective of, okay, if my spirit chose to have this experience, why did it do so? What 
did it intend for me to do with this experience that then heals me, transforms me, transforms others, whether it be specifically just our families, our families that are living now, our ancestors, our future generations, whether they are existing in this moment or will come again as we are acting and navigating in the present, we are shifting and changing the past and the future. You know, all, all exists now. <laughs> Everything exists now. So again, immediate family, extended family, or just the family unit, whatever, or however far that extends out. It could be other larger communities, it could be the entirety of humanity, depending on whatever it is that you came here to learn and teach and what your destiny is. It's interesting to consider the choices we make that we make in order to assist people on a collective level. And if we look at specific things like disease, if we look at different ailments or whatever other conditions and whatever names and descriptions we give to them, if we have the perspective and look at them as things that we can work with, things that came to us, things that we made an agreement with in order to, again, play out a specific agreement with the collective of humanity that completely shifts how we can experience those things. That could be the difference between being in a place of anxiety constantly, being in a place of sadness, of anger, of frustration, of being a victim to recognizing our power, recognizing that we have the ability to use everything for a positive benefit, that we can use these things strategically and that shifting our energy around how we perceive these things can shift the thing in and of itself if, again, it's in your, if it's relevant for you to no longer experience that thing at some point, or if for whatever reason the agreement is that it is a lifelong companion, again, even shifting, shifting how we describe it, but if it's a lifelong companion, you know, it's a partner to you in this life, helping you to do the things that you came here to do. Looking at it as your friend. Looking at it as a teacher. As a helper. Having dialogues with it. You know, rather than asking the question of why me? From a place of angst from a place of despair, but actually asking that question from a neutral place of, no, actually, why me? What is it that I'm to do with this? What is it that I came here to learn and teach with this? What have I learned from having this experience? Again, whether we're looking at a disease or something else that we look at as being a certain condition or an ailment. And it doesn't even have to be that. It could be having gone through a specific experience that we can classify as traumatic. 
or just any other experience where there is conflict with an individual or just anything else that we don't prefer. The question that we can ask ourselves from a place of neutrality and from a place of wanting to use everything is, okay, yes, why why me? Why was this experience chosen by my spirit on some level for me to have, not to excuse in any situation where there is a violation, any situation where there is a negation, not to excuse the perpetrator of that, because again, they do what they do and they will deal with the futures of their acts on whatever levels and all levels that that needs to be dealt with. But from our own place of empowerment, our own place of really, again, flipping the script and alchemizing the situation, alchemizing our energy and using then that energy in a very strategic and potent way in order to bring about healing for ourselves and others, we can say, okay, what have I learned or what am I learning or what do I need to learn and what will I teach in light of this situation for me, with me, or for others, with others? And when we ask that question in that way, when we open up to the possibility that we can actually use these things for a positive benefit, then it just, the world opens up to us the worlds, many worlds. We don't know what agreements necessarily that we made with individuals that we made and that we said, okay, in order to live out this agreement, these are the different circumstances that need to happen either specifically and exactly in this way, or, you know, we have a set of general parameters and Whatever situations would fit that energy, then, you know, we'll take any one of them. (laughs) But it's really interesting to move through life using those circumstances and those situations in that way. And I said, you know, I said to these women that shared their stories and another gentleman that shared about a situation that had occurred for him with someone else who was basically giving advice to him about some business that he was doing. And it just, you know, the the way the advice was given was uh, a bit rough, a bit rough and in a style that, you know, we had a discussion about during this, this clubhouse, in this clubhouse room. And again, I just was looking at the room or was listening to the room really, was hearing him telling his story And then everyone responding the way they were responding. And I just, again, had to say to him, thank you. I said to all of them, thank you for choosing to have the experiences that you had. And they were in their different ways. But by you having the experiences that you had and by you sharing your experiences with us, you have generated the conversations that are happening right now. You are influencing and touching the lives of all of the individuals that are listening to this conversation right now. Anyone who is going through something similar, you've just helped them to see things from a different perspective. You've helped to infuse hope into someone's life. You've helped to show someone that they too can make it like you made it. You've helped to show people that, you know, they may not prefer a certain way of engaging with others, 
they may prefer feedback to come through a specific way. So they will be more mindful in terms of who they ask for feedback about things. Like there's so many levels and layers to which your experience and you sharing of your experience, you having that experience, you choosing to have that experience on some level, even if, you know, in our human form, in our, you know, when our minds are thinking about it, we think, why the hell would I choose to have that experience? But in spirit, we're just like, we're powerful, we're good, we're eternal, so we don't think anything of it. And then, of course, on this earth plane, we're like, oh, my goodness. But just, you know, that sense of empowerment to see yourself as having authored your life, to experience what it experiences, no matter how challenging that is, but to know that you can take that experience and use it to serve the good and to create monumental change. Even if you're changing one person, that is monumental. Because we are all important. We are all valuable. Every individual person, being, (laughs) human, non-human entity is a reflection of the all that is. So you shift one, you are shifting all. So even if it's one person you are touching, that is tremendous. And then beyond that, you don't know if your story will touch many people in and of yourself directly or if that one person that you changed is the one that changes the world or the worlds or specific worlds. You know, there's no sense in getting caught up in who and what and how we're changing things. The work is to just actually do what we're doing from our place of joy and excitement and authenticity. But to just really, again, to really shift our perspective when we're looking at the things that we experience on whatever levels and the stories that we have and not to collapse into our stories and keep ourselves stuck and keep ourselves imprisoned through our stories because that can certainly happen as well. But to use the power of our stories to uplift ourselves, to uplift others and to really help people see their reflection and know that they can be more of who they are because of your example, of your reflection. And I think that is just so, so, so beautiful. And it just, it was really powerful listening to everybody on, you know, in that room. And, you know, something else that is related, but not really related, (laughs) but related in the sense of, you know, health and wellness and healing And actually, this was, you know, this was inspired by that room as well. But it's something that I always talk about. And it's one of the pillars of my platform, I would say, is the awareness that we heal ourselves. And as such, whatever tools, whatever techniques, anything that becomes available to us through synchronicity, anything that we are drawn to, anything that sparks some sort of curiosity or interest, anything can support and help our healing because we are the ones doing the healing. 
You know, I think oftentimes people can get locked into the idea of this specific tool or this type of medicine or this type of procedure, this type of practice. And not to say that there's anything wrong with using what you know works, because if that thing resonates with you, and in general, that's something that will support you throughout your life, throughout your experiences, and by all means, you know, build your toolbox with whatever you need to put in there that you know works for you. And also consider that Certain things may work for you in one specific incident or moment based on who you are in that moment because we are changing all the time based on the energetic signature of that thing and how it resonates with who you are at that time. And then you could completely, I mean, you will completely change, but you completely change and now have a new circumstance and that thing that you used before may not work or work in the same way because you are different. So you may require something new and then you could have another circumstance going forward. And then that thing that didn't work this past time, but worked a few times before now it works again. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, in the moments that we're experiencing, whatever we're experiencing, what shows up to assist us is what shows up. And our work is to be discerning, is to trust the synchronicity, is to remember that we heal ourselves, and is to go with whatever is available to us that we are excited by, that there is joy around, to go with that, to see where it leads us, because it could lead us to something else. Definitely could lead us to something else. I've had that situation happen where I've used a specific tool or technique or modality to treat something that I'm experiencing and it opens me up to something else. And that something else is what actually was a thing that I needed to match my frequency with in order to heal that specific situation in my life. We don't know necessarily how things will turn out, but the work is to trust. The work is to go with the flow of where our spirit is guiding us and to see what happens on the other side. You know, again, getting locked into the ideas of what tools and techniques are better for X, Y, and Z, I think can be a little bit of a tricky thing because sometimes you just need to go with whatever your spirit is calling for in that moment that may look completely different than what you're used to, than what others are accustomed to. You know, I did a talk about this not too long ago and I used an example for healing the throat and healing the voice and unblocking just whatever there is when it comes to speaking our truth. And oftentimes that throat chakra is associated with the color blue. That is the color of the throat chakra. And people will do things like lay blue stones on their throat chakra or wear a blue crystal or something of that nature. And so what people can do is they can get locked into this idea of like, okay, I'm experiencing this block in my throat. Now I need to wear a blue crystal and it needs to be this specific crystal. And, you know, my question then was, well, okay, let's say you don't have that crystal and you're not able to get it. Then what are you going to do? Are you now not going to (laughs) heal because you don't have that crystal? Or are you going to use whatever is available to you in this moment? Are you going to remember the energy of that area of your body? 
Are you going to remember that you are the one that ultimately heals yourself? And no matter what you use, you will do it. I'm like, look, if all you got is a red crystal (laughs) and you're like, I need to put a crystal on my throat. You know what? Use that red crystal. If it's there, if it's available, use it. Ask your body, do with the energy what you need to do in order to shift yourself. You're just using these items as a reflection, as a tool to remind yourself that you heal yourself. Because really, we don't even necessarily need those tools. That's how powerful we are. And it's just a matter of remembering that. And until we remember that on such a level to where it's just unknown, it's not even a question. You know, the, the thought of the contrary to that is not even an option in our minds. Until we know that, it's fine. You know, life, existence will bring to us those things that can help us in that moment be a reflection of what we need to see and experience, be a reflection of the vibrational state that we need to generate or be in in order to experience a healing. And we'll go from there. But again, we heal ourselves. We heal ourselves using whatever tools and techniques we need to that resonate with us. But we are the ultimate permission slip. We are the ultimate tool. And once we realize that, again, that opens up the possibilities. And I joked saying, look, if you don't got a blue crystal and you're trying to work on your throat chakra, but you're like, okay, blue, I keep getting blue. I'm like, okay, get a blue cloth. Get a blue piece of paper, write the word blue <laughs> on your throat or somewhere around you and look at it. It's You're the one that does it. And anything that you can generate excitement about, it's the excitement that you're generating within yourself that is the healing energy. So learn to become authentically excited about so many different things to where the sky's the limit for you in terms of any permission slips that will assist you in healing. And the work at the end of the day is to become excited within yourself about your own body's ability to heal itself. To me, that's the ultimate the ultimate place or destination. I mean, I try not to live a destination-based life. You know, the destination is just being more of who we are. And if more of who we are is recognizing that we are powerful, we heal ourselves. And you know what? I am (laughs) looking forward to that destination. We are absolutely powerful. Any tool that we use that we're excited by will assist us, will help us. So the more you become flexible, the more you allow for the flow, the more that you will ground in the recognition of your power. You will ground in that recognition. A practice that I encourage any one of you to do to just even just just test things out, experiment. You know, if you're feeling any specific kind of way or you're experiencing some sort of challenge and you don't necessarily know what to do, where to go, what tools to use. Literally ask yourself and speak it out loud. You know, you could think it, but I think there is power to 
speaking it out loud and you're sending the reverberation of your voice out into the atmosphere to strike up against all of the molecules that are that exist outside of you and literally say okay I need support with this thing I ask for whatever tool whatever resource whatever practice will support me in working through and navigating this specific challenge or circumstance and see what shows up see what comes to mind it could be you're scrolling through something and you stumble across an article or you're walking by your bookshelf and you see a title of a book that catches your eye or you get a phone call from someone who's talking about something that deals specifically with your circumstance or something else that seems a little bit out of the blue and maybe initially on the surface it doesn't seem to pertain to you but then as you dig deeper into it you realize oh my goodness it does just literally see what comes up you know people I think we underestimate the value of and the power of asking ourselves asking for what we need is so crucial asking for assistance and asking ourselves directly for this assistance. Literally asking ourselves as if we were outside of ourselves, speaking to ourselves. But we don't need to be outside of ourselves to speak to ourselves because we can talk to ourselves anytime. <laughs> Literally talk to yourself. Literally talk to your ancestors. I always say, call on the ancestors. Hey, ancestors, I'm struggling with this thing. Help me, send me something to assist me with this challenge. No matter what the challenge is, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're getting over or navigating heartbreak. You know, breaking up with someone and so you are just feeling down about it. And you ask, ooh, I just really need something to help soothe me right now. And sure enough, you, again, turn something on and a song is playing that really soothes your spirit and your heart. You never know and don't knock anything. I tell you, do not take anything for granted. Do not knock anything. The thing that you might think is so insignificant, not a big deal, that could be the thing that is a game changer. You know, we're always looking at the fantastical, the extreme. We completely overlook the subtle. Pay attention to the subtle. When you ask this question of yourself, when you ask this question of your ancestors, pay attention to the subtle things that show up. We always ask for things and people imagine they're not being answered because they're searching for the extreme and they are missing out on the subtle. And if we are only, if we're looking for God or the all that is or assistance to show up only in the dramatic or extreme ways, then we have missed the abundance or we will miss the abundance of things that are subtle that show up. And those things within us, those thoughts that come up, the little tingle in any part of our body that comes up. Pay attention to everything. 
because it's within all those little things, quote, little things, that the magic happens. And we miss out on the magic because we are so focused on something different somewhere else. So that is what I wanted to talk about today. I'm sure I could go on and on and on about those topics. Um, Yeah, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to the messages that came through. Thank you to our ancestors and our guides, all our spirit guides, all the beings that support us in the unseen realms. Thank you to the directions. Thank you to the elements and elementals. Thank you to the beings in the plant, mineral, and animal kingdoms. Thank you to just everything, everything, everything. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your reflection. Help us to look at you always and to see what we need to see the reflections of us in you to help us be more of who we are, to help us heal, to help us be whole. Thank you. Ashe. Oh, thank you so much for listening to O's Corner. Again, I'm your host, Oni, and until next time. You've been listening to O's Corner with your host, Oni. Want to know more about Onyi? Log on to onyi.love. That's O-N-Y-I dot love. Thanks for listening.